everyone, and welcome to issue number 107 of the Bad Cowdy Funky Podcast. And remember, this is the only podcast that didn't bother doing show notes for only a four-episode, 20-something-minute fucking anime run. <laughs> Just not going to do it. You're not going to give me a full season? I'm not doing the show notes, but I'm still going to do the podcast because I still love you. It's, it's good. It's, it was great. Joining us today from the band, that's what the coyotes are, a group of coyotes are a band. Fun fact for everyone listening at home, we have TV's Casey. Hey. Dave the Reader Menace. I can't cast that here. Let's just dive right into Castlevania Netflix. Like, this is something really cool. Um, but a little, little fun fact, I had never played a Castlevania game before. It just, like, never, never really happened. I don't know what it was. Like, I had an NES back in the day. Um just wasn't wasn't on my game library. Have it, either of you ended up playing Castlevania? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Um, my brother had an NES back in the day. NES Super NES, good good chunk of stuff. Um, and one of his best friends, this kid named Como, would come over all the time to play it, or we'd go to his house and play it. Um, and it was back when I still lived in Jersey, and like many 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 a nights with my brother playing as Simon Belmont fighting. All of like the ghouls and goblins. That was a game too. But like fighting all the yeah. monsters and things that you could fight in cat in the fucking Dracula's castle. You fight Frankenstein. You fought Wolfman. You fight de- literally death. Death himself. You fight. It was a good good old time. Yeah. How about you, Casey? What a horrible night to have a curse. Uh, <laughs> I've played a I've played a fair share of Castlevanias. Um, a couple that were on the the DS. Um, but I did play a lot of the classic ones. Uh, I played the first one. I played a updated fan version of the second one to make it a not terrible game. I played the oh, third yeah. one. I played Super Castlevania, and I think the and then Symphony of the Night would have been the only other one. Mm. Um, at least the ones that really have the Belmonts in the spotlight. The later ones have this guy named Soma Cruz, and he's kind of okay. But uh, I thought I Symphony of the Night. I thought Symphony of the Night had Alucard though. Or am I wrong? Yeah, but there's uh, there is a Belmont in it, who's oh that's right. Pretty, who plays a pretty major role. And I, if you beat it, I think you beat it, and then you put your name as Richter. You can play as him for the whole game. Yeah, which is kind of neat. But yeah, um, I'm fairly, I'm decently well versed in Castlevania. Uh, more the more now the lore than anything. But uh, the show is mostly based on Castlevania three. Mm-hmm. Um, from at least what I can remember, because the main character is Trevor, and it is. he and he teams up with um, what is it, Sifa and Alucard himself, which are two of the of his three allies in that there's, game. Yeah, because they're missing somebody. Because like um, Castlevania Three takes place in the 1400s, the original Castlevania took place in the 1600s, right. and in original Castlevania you play as uh, Simon Belmont. He's like. Um, Trevor's, I think, great great grandchildren, however, child, however you want to do that math. Yeah, um, yeah listen, you, they keep it in the bloodline, you know. It's a it's, yeah, it's video games answer to the Van Helsings. I, I was, and like, I was the, gonna say Simon name, Belmont, like the the dickish prudish older brother of no, I was <laughs> yeah. wrong. wrong. But yeah, sorry. But like that that name, like like Belmont, just sounds so fucking bad. Like last name Belmont sounds badass. It's like you don't have to call him by the first name, just like the House of Belmont. It just sounds like. Uh, regal as fuck. I don't know. With that crest so. on your chest. You're one of the Belmonts. No, the famed man. vampire. This is just hunters. a shirt. This is like I found this. I just found it. Hey, did you see who wrote the anime? Warren no, Ellis, writer Warren of a million things. Fucking Ellis. One of my oh. favorite comic book writers when it's a full fledged idea. He. Man, he. I had a, a thought today that he may have written more single issues of comic books than anybody else. I wanted to have somebody check the math on that because he writes entirely too many things. Yeah, he starts and just can't finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This also isn't the first time he's written, uh, I think, an adaptation of um, of something for, into a TV show. He did... Uh, you remember that, that G.I. Joe? He did that G.I. Joe miniseries a couple of years back, didn't he? G.I. Joe Resolute. Do you guys remember that one? I don't, I don't remember that one. Oh man, that I that mean, was pretty dope. It was it was supposed to be like a like a kick in the pants for the franchise, and I have a feeling that that's what this is too. So you got an issue? Put Warren Ellis on it. 
I mean, pretty. I mean, he's a he's like a very talented writer too, and like you know, and he also wrote Dead Space. I know. know. Oh, <laughs> really? The first one, and you can kind of see like shades of that in here. I feel like just like this, just the feeling. Like it just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being hypersensitive, but it just feels like it's written by the same person. And I'm just like, I mean, you you, you have like the um the kind of spunky, quirky, like independent, like kind of heroine in the beginning, right? And I feel like oh, I, God. I might be remembering this wrong, but I feel like Isaac's lady was kind of like that based on what, what I remember seeing. But I could be completely off base. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just like, I didn't even notice fucking notice Warren else wrote it until the last episode. And I didn't even notice that was the last episode until someone at work told me it was the last episode. Because when I dive into and your, your immediate reaction is that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get the band together and that's where it ends. So I think like Sergio even said that off off like off channel. He said like it's 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 a good series. I personally like the animation style. Um, oh, it's great animation. But yeah, like it doesn't really start picking up until the fourth fucking episode because that's when like Trevor finally is like, "All right, I'm a Belmont. I'm gonna fuck this shit up." You know what I mean? Yeah. That's when you finally see like, um, oh my god, what's her name? Like start doing like wizardry magic and shit. Yeah, yeah. And we meet Alucard, and there's a fight between Alucard and Trevor, and it's like, holy God, it's great. Can I, can I just say, like, I hate that his name is Alucard. Listen, you you and everybody else since it's 1930. It's just like, how fucking pompous. I mean, Dracula is pretty pompous, but it's just like, hmm, what's, I have a child. What should I name him? And it's like, he like was like staring at like his own painting in a mirror. And was like, I'll, I'll take it. It's kind of like the Peter Griffin moment where it's like, don't say your name, don't say your name, don't say your name. P. Tier Griffin. Damn it. Oh, Peter Griffin. Oh. Aww. I hate the voice they gave him in this. Like, I mean, it does sound, don't get me wrong, it doesn't Dracula? sound bad, but. Dracula no, Alucard. Um, Alucard. Oh, Alucard, yeah. But, like, because in Symphony of the Night, he has, like, this, like, diesel-sounding, like, deep-ass voice. Like, he has he a commanding voice. cannot have a deep-ass voice. So look Dark at Dark metamorphosis. No, like, it would that, always... That doesn't fit. Every, every time you would call... That's close to what it sort of sounds like. I mean, I'm not perfect, but um, he's had some stuff. Like, when he would swing his sword, it'd be like, ha! It was, like, a very haughty, like, kind of a deep... Like echoey yeah. sort of thing, and, and like at the end of uh, Symphony of the Night, he does end up finding like. And Symphony of the Night is like a fucking battle. Like I remember, just you go through basically, you go through the castle, mm-hmm. and then when you, you get to the top of the it, castle, it, you have to go through it upside down. Yeah, upside down. <laughs> oh, so we think, so basically, you go through it again upside down, and then you got to go back through it. But when you fight Dracula, right when you're about to fight him, like. Alucard says, like, the pimpest thing. He goes, in the name of my mother, I will defeat you, Dracula. And just, like, then you fight. But the way he says it is, like, so fucking baller, dude. Yeah. Everybody always remembers that game for the opening scene where Dracula's like, What is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets. (laughs) You know? Uh, But Alucard's got some solid lines. Richter Belmont gets some solid lines. Like... People, I don't know if people actually like or hate the voice acting of that game, but it seems to be polarizing. Yeah. Um, I think it's like the perfect amount of ham, hammed up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But like, I remember looking at like pictures of like Castlevania uh, in my old Nintendo Power days, and Ooh. like just looking at like Alucard, like I, I was kind of more picturing like fucking. James from Team Rocket as the voice, just based on that picture. <laughs> it's, prepare for trouble, pre- prepare. Dracula. Yeah, I will avenge my mother. Don't you worry. <laughs> that's, that's like exactly. He just sounds like he he could be that. I, I don't picture like a, a big badass brooding kind of dude. Like just kind of. And you know, after watching this, it kind of confirms my initial reaction of he's just like a punk ass teenager. Oh, I'm sorry, punk ass early twenties, twenties. <laughs> Although punk ass sanitary, he, he does say a pretty cool line to Trevor when they're fighting. Like I thought it was kind of clever. Like when um, Trevor knees him in the junk when they're fighting. I know we're jumping super high. Oh yeah, like, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Please, this have some class. This isn't a bar this fight. This isn't a bar fight. Have some class." I'm gonna redub the whole fucking thing only when he shows up, though. So you're welcome. Coming 2018. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, God, I like so. Who was your favorite character? Let me let me ask you this. It's tough. Like, 
I don't want to say Trevor. Oh, I'm, I'm going Trevor all the way. Spoilers. But the I'm, same... I'm also going Trevor all the way. Uh, I mean, it's just the only reason why I don't want to say it because I don't want to be a hipster about it because he's like the main character. Yeah. You know Team I mean? Trev Dog. Like, yeah. But join us. He, he was badass. One like, of us. especially when he was still like drunk. It was just great. Just like um, when he meets the speakers in like, I think, episode two. Mm hmm. And they go back to like where the speakers are pretty much sleeping and living. And they like, um, he asks for a drink, and like they're like, "Oh yes, fetch, fetch him some water." And he's like, "Ah, uh, that, that's not what I was. I'll get a drink somewhere else." Yeah, you know, he just wants a drink, <laughs> but and like, pass out. What's so funny you know, too so great. is like he could have easily slipped away, and he thought about it. Like he's sitting in that booth, right? And he's just like, "I could get a drink, or I could leave." Or I could get a drink. <laughs> so then he goes up kind of cautiously and he's just kind of like, I'll take a drink. And he hopes no one sees it. But he knows. Like, he, look it's at like, like he's got an it's, he's got an angel and a devil on each shoulder and they're both drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like um like Kronk from Emperor's New Groove, just giving horrible yeah. advice either way. Um Yeah, so he like, he goes up and you know the bar fight ensues and it's like you know that he's going to be well off like just based on what he's wearing he has this like ridiculous like cape with like the crazy fur going on and you know he keeps his money pouch right where his family crest is and like at first mm -hmm. like i was like oh he probably doesn't want to fight he just wants to drink and then i'm looking at it and it's just like you just what are you doing why like you just want to fight it's just i don't know it, it was it was cool but it was also just like i don't know kind of needless yeah but I don't know. That's where that is the scene where I fell in love with him. Where I was like, you know what? If I was ever in this kind of world, that's who I want to be—the drunken dude with the whip that never loses a fight I, except when he does. After seeing Dracula and how, how like OP, like he is like beyond OP in this. Like the shit he can do is just like. And of course he can. He's Dracula, but like I've seen the stuff he can oh, do. Man. It's no, it's no surprise that they think he's the devil. Right. Yeah, he, I mean, he conjures himself in a whole thing of flame. Oh man, it was so cool. Like, and like that whole thing had like Hunchback and Notre Dame themes going on it. I kept on expecting <laughs> them to go like Hellfire and Esmeralda just dancing in the background. <laughs> like, um, it was just like so cool. It's just like they. I mean, this part's not the cool part. They they flash. So we we see like the introduction of Dracula to his wife, and the flash forwards twenty years, and like blinking, you miss it, right? Like if you're sitting there playing on your phone, playing your Candy Crushes or whatever, a the fuck you doing watching it, but b like you're gonna miss that it's a twenty year jump, and so all of a sudden, yeah. and it's, it happens in a blink of an eye, like it's. She also his wife also ages amazingly well. Not a day goes by unless not a day unless she turned into got turned into a vampire. Oh, mm -hmm. fire would kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Going back to the, like the vampiric stuff, and of course, if she—I mean, I, that makes sense because one, if she did become a vampire and Drac turned her, because if Drac fell in love with her that much, then I would he assume he would have made her immortal too, so that he would never lose her. Yeah, right. Fire would kill her unless, but she wouldn't. She wouldn't use her vampiric like abilities to break free or kill the villagers. She would just be like, "This is my fate," or whatever. Maybe who knows? Unless what what we what we got of her. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, unless she's really alive this whole time and she's the real villain, or oh. it's her humanity that he loves so much and yes. didn't want to rob her of that. I think it would have it would have what what character we got of her. I think would have taken away if yeah. if she didn't refuse to become a vampire at some point. Or or the most obvious answer, it's an anime and we're looking way too hard into this. Yes, uh, much like everything uh -huh. in our lives. <laughs> That's what really, I mean, really about. I mean, you say that, and yet, just knowing Warren Ellis, he's the kind of writer that doesn't really leave anything, you know, not to chance, but what am I trying to say? There's nothing in there that probably isn't deliberate in some way. He, like, so, right, he does everything. to Warren Ellis's credit, um, he, I assume he has a plan for everything he writes. Whether he finishes it is a different story, but it seems everything seems very well thought out. And mostly, the, like what I've read, the loose ends tied up. Um, he, I think, he just loses steam and just never wants to finish anything, <laughs> except right. for Transmet. Yes, yeah, that that's pretty much it. Um, so we kind of have this like badass like. 
you killed like like they're like you're not even real like you're, you're just like a figment of our like you fuck you you're not real the devil and he's like well i'm not the devil i'm dracula and like you really super don't exist and he's like you killed my wife and then you deny my very my fucking existence exist you know what you know what you know what one year one year the fact that he gives them that much mercy well, I, I don't think it was a choice. I think he actually needed that year. I think he even says it. Yeah, He's he, like, I need this year to like summon this army. But he doesn't make it seem that way. He's just like, I'm coming after you motherfuckers in a year. Prepare. Cure the rain of blood exactly 365 days later. And it's like it's it's almost like biblical too. The, like how the town reacts to it is like, oh, a year. And they're shaking for what, like maybe a month tops. And then life goes on and they forget about it and they go, oh, he's not really coming back. And they wait like a year. Right. And they're kind of like still like it comes up and they're like, oh, nothing happened. <laughs> We're worried for nothing. And then like a couple minutes late, it was like a year and a couple minutes. And all of a sudden the blood rain starts happening and they're like, oh, my God. And like the fucking the demons who like, you know, oh. doggy style on any on any church person at all or townsfolk start coming and you're just like oh god shit's going down this is gonna be great and in the meantime and like fucking all of in in such a short time all of Wallachia just becomes like this fallout post-apocalyptic wasteland where you walk into (laughs) like a walled city and there's pikes with skulls on top and People just hiding in buildings, tiny city centers with meat hanging. It's like so cool. Uh. From the Facebook chat, um, Melissa basically said, "Like it's such a masterpiece of like dark gore." Yeah, and it really is. Like anime is one of those few things where you can get like really gory and fucked up, and it's not like weird. You know what I mean? Well, like it's, it's the, expected. Like, the, yeah, and it makes sense. It's like when the first guy we see get torn apart. Like he literally gets torn in half, and he spins around in the sky for a bit. It's like, oh my god! Yeah. Like it's just so. It's, ooh. Yeah. Not saying it was bad, but it was like, oh, you get to see like what they're going through. I mean, in a genre where like tentacle diddling ladies is normal, like you know, wrangling corpses isn't so so weird. Yeah, severe lack of tentacle diddling. Yeah. in this show. Yeah. Yeah, two two tentacle diddles down for that. Come on, guys. Um, <laughs> I will always call that. I will always call that an occupational hazard. Occupational oh, hazard. Yeah, because you're fighting. If you're fighting demons, tentacle diddling, whether you're male or female, it's probably going to happen. So it's an occupational hazard. Oh, can we talk about? Um, so, like towards the end, when the I know we're jumping around a lot, but you know what? That's that's what happens. Um, when the the priest is like his final moments and that talking dog demon oh, Donnie Darko God. style thing is just like it's the uh, thing from the exorcist it's so cool <laughs> he's just like the priest is like oh god god will save me and he's just like your god does not love you you make god puke yeah he's like he's like i love you we love you hell we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for yeah. you yeah your god knows you're your god knows you are the reason why we are here <laughs> But we love you. Mm. Hell, let me kiss you. Yeah. Anyway, fuck <laughs> her up. Ugh. <laughs> God, I that priest was like so. And that's so you know when it's like good writing. Also, yeah, the priest was very easy to hate. Like you yeah. could not stand him. Your classic, and you couldn't villain. wait to see him die. Yeah, yeah. If there's no redeeming qualities to him, like even like going back, Hunchback in Notre Dame, like that um, bishop, wherever the fuck he was, like. He was a dick and you hate him, but like Minister Frodo. Fro- yep, Frodo, you're right. Uh, but you kind of understood like he's having all these feelings and he didn't have sex ed at any point in his life. So he just <laughs> assumes that he's being manipulated by forces that are outside of his control. So he wants to do everything in his power to stop that. And he's, he assumes because he's so righteous and, and pure and great that if he's following, everyone else is. So he's trying to protect everyone. But like this priest here in Castlevania is just like, no, nah, I'm a dick. I just burn people. Because that's what I do. Because I like it. Um, One of the things like that my uh, my girlfriend pointed out when we were watching it together, she's like, she actually got really upset at the burning at the stake. Oh yeah, sure. Because she's like, because like, what kind of bullshit is this? Here comes an educated woman coming here to help them out and show them what they're what's what what they're capable of. Yeah. An educated and they burn- woman in the Middle Ages? No wonder they burned her at the stake. <laughs> terrible. And they burn her for terrible. being a witch. What kind of bullshit is that? Terrible. Casey's not going to be a fan of the new Doctor Who casting. Hey. Hey. 
It's only because I stopped watching Doctor Who like four years ago. Yeah, so. I wish I It's did. Matt Smith's fault. I would have easily taken up a woman doctor. Yeah. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> or, 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 so right. Yeah. I will leave that up to you, fellow uh, listeners. Um, turn your head and cough, Casey. So, so, I, so. My favorite, let's, let's go way back. My favorite's Trevor. Casey's is Trevor. Did, what did you say yours was, Dave? Did you say it was Alucard? Trev- Trevor. Trevor. Like All Trevor. Team Trevor. Trevor. We here, at least of the three Bad Carey Funky members here today. All Team Trevor. And I'm just going to go oh, ahead. I will say this. If we can pull it off, Greg, for not this year's um, PAX East, but maybe next year's PAX East, because I saw it as soon as they came up, you need to be Trevor, and I will absolutely be Dracula. Oh, I don't know if my hair can do that anymore. I don't have that youngin' hair anymore. God damn it, Greg. We can make it I got work. That old man we need hair. product, baby. We need product in there. Yeah, hair. we do. I yeah. have hope. I have hope, Greg. Rebellions are built on hope. Yeah. I'll just have to not eat pizza for quite some time. Oh, it sounds so difficult. Anyways, um, did you guys see who did the voice of Dracula? Uh, no. It was um it was actually really cool. I think it was Dracula. It was either Dracula or Alucard, I have to remember, but it's um, it was Desmond from Lost. No, sure. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Alucard. Alucard, James Callis did the okay. voice of Alucard. Um, Dracula was Graham McTavish, which actually um, he was Dwalin in all of the Hobbit movies. So that's pretty cool. And he's the Saint of Killers and Preacher. Oh, I haven't gotten that far yet. Shut up. Sorry. I'm probably not gonna get that Spoiled. far, so I, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sitting here fucking spoiling Castlevania, and I'm telling Casey to shut up. <laughs> shut up! No spoilers, Casey. God, okay. this is the worst. This is the back heavy oh. funky podcast. We live on spoilers. That's, what we, that's, yeah. that's our just just call us Stephanie Brown. Oh boy, <laughs> you're welcome, Casey. Must we? You're welcome. Must we be? You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I will say this about the series: yeah. like as short as it is, you could really watch it on your lunch break. Yeah. That's what I did. I watched most of it on my lunch break. Dude, like, so I watched one episode at my house, one episode on my lunch break, and I made it up to four, and I started four, and I was like, no, what? I'm just going to, like, hold off. And, like, one of the guys on my lunch break was just like, why are you holding off? You're almost done. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is, like, an eight-episode, ten-episode run? He goes, no, it's four. And I was like, fuck. Like, I, I, Little more than a prologue. I was really glad he told me, but at the same time, I wasn't. Because, like, I would have been really pissed off if I found that out like everyone else where it's just, like, it just ends. And you're like, what? That, 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 that's it? That's it? So in the chat, we have, uh, in the Facebook chat, we have uh, Scurgio who's joining us. Yay. Hey. And, uh, he likes Alucard. Yeah. Melissa says she likes the Dark Horde. Of course she would. Oh, cool. Um and that's it so far from the I'm going to go ahead and say everyone us. on the Bad County Funky Podcast, even Sergio, loves Trevor. We're all Trevor fans. <laughs> as far as you Trevor know, that's gosh. what he's typing. Is No one else can see it. I'm, that's that's it. It's hey, it's on the internet. Why not Zoidberg? Why Hooray. not Zoidberg? There's a, there's a distinct lack of Zoidberg in this particular. Can you just imagine like him as one of like the, the, the soldier of the damned just showing up? I mean, he has a I love you. On, so. Let me show you. it's terrible oh just wait until the sun goes down (laughs) then i'll get you i mean maybe um favorite moment out of the four episodes him fighting cyclops Ooh, nice that was pretty good uh if i mean if not only for that move where he friggin whips his sword and then kicks it into the i mean that was that was an insane move he like he, the sword gets what is it knocked out of his hand or he whips it and it's tumbling in the air and then he just jumps and like spin kicks it like he's some kind of footballer and he just he nails the thing dead in the yeah. eye <laughs> it was awesome so cool. and then there was the unfortunate consequence of all the victims being unfrozen yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of them having been shattered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's rough. Whoops. Whoops. But, uh, other, other, I mean, I just love whip users in general. I think whips are cool yeah. as a as a completely impractical combat tool. 
Um, you just like to be whipped, you dirty, dirty boy. Yeah, that's me. You know, just <laughs> that's what I'm all about. But he, when he takes it and he nails the one of the bishop's guys, the fake priest with the bandit's knife uh, in the hand, nice. and he's like, "Oh man, I I really wish I knocked the sword out of your hand. I didn't mean to take off your finger." Yeah, it's like I'm out of practice. I'm like, "Well played, <laughs> well played, sir." Um. The so from from our Twitch chat we have um, Adam. What's going on, Adam? Uh, he says when the villagers decided to fight against the church and demons. So I'm assuming he's Ooh, referring to when, when um, Trevor was training them, and they they just became like a fucking Spartan militia all of a sudden out of nothing, throwing throwing I, buckets that, of holy water yeah. over ice walls. That was that was a really good scene because it kind of shows like the Belmonts what they're capable of and how they can turn anyone into like fighting these things. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like he said, rows of six, six in front, six in back, in the middle. Do this. It's like holy fuck, like. This is what the Belmonts are made for. This is what the Belmonts do, man. It's like, they're meant to fight these things in any way possible they know. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. I kind of like to think that this is like a prequel to Supernatural. And that the Winchesters are just <laughs> descendants of the Belmonts. Just like, oh, man. Just makes sense in my mind. I don't know why. The, the, the line that sent a thousand fanfic ships. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, man. You're welcome. Um. I guess my favorite is probably that just that opening bar fight. It was just a cool scene, set the stage really well. Even though I have my nitpickies about it, um, it just really introduces the character and exactly what he could do, but doesn't necessarily do in that scene because he's you know a drunken mess, much like Dave right now mm-hmm. going on bottle number hey. two, um, three bottle number one. Okay, but but the can I had before and that was can number four. So okay, oh, man. so drink number five for those of you counting at home. That's five, <laughs> and it's really <laughs> hot. You playing so the- I bet we can get to ten by the end of this. Oh God, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that that's kind of that's kind of mine. I also dug um when Trevor was getting surrounded by the townsfolk, and then little witchy poo over there starts like really showing off her powers. The Ring of Fire. It was really cool. There's some really impressive stuff. And what I think is very interesting is she makes a point to say, like, you know, I don't like I'm not a witch. I don't like you know, Satan's not my thing. Like he's a little little too red for my tastes. Uh, but the symbol she or the hand signal she has to make is the horns, the devil's horns. Yep. She's which like, is she's interesting. Like, it's the it's the Doctor Strange. Yeah, but Doctor Strange has like almost a Spider-Man going on, doesn't he? He doesn't always do the thumb. Yeah. Sometimes he'll just. But those horns are always only, up. only when Spider-Man's around. He's like, "Hey, we could be buddies." People just <laughs> like, "Hey, man." Yeah. Isn't that how you say "I love you" in uh, sign language? I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think every time Spider-Man shoots his webs, he's just shooting love all over town. Yeah. I speak many a language, Casey. <laughs> right. American sign language. <laughs> What shooting shooting love all over town, Casey? Yeah, Are you he, sure? Are well, you sure that's the verb that you want to use? Yeah, that's exactly what I want to use. Spider Man, <laughs> he swings around with sticky white stuff, and he's shooting his love all over town. And you yeah. heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Spider Man shoots his love all over town. There you go. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn this way and pretend I don't know these guys, uh, and just continue. The so show. my favorite scene was oh. when um, Trevor fought Alucard. Um, Ooh, nice. Reason why is because you get to really see what Trevor's made of. Um, now, if you've played, and Casey and I have, if you've played Castlevania Three, you know that for a fact that Alucard was not using his full strength against Trevor. He just wanted to test out and see what he could do. Um, and yet he very nearly got himself killed. Yeah. So it really gets to it really gets to show you what Trevor is capable, what the Belmonts are capable of, with fighting these things. Granted, the Belmonts have always fought like um, lower range vampires or lower creature stuff like that, and like even in the games, like fighting Dracula is a fucking task. Like, yeah, it almost pla- it's, like, it's almost as if it takes them generations to do it for good. <laughs> Nice. So, but yeah, like in the games, it's like it's it's tough. So seeing them battle was really cool, and like just seeing like Alucard with a big ass long sword and running towards people, I thought was kind of cool. And how he like teleported out of the way and teleported behind him was like 
real, like straight out of the video games, straight out of the fucking games. Let me good fight. Let me ask you this though. So in that in that scene when they first meet up, uh, Trevor and Alucard, Trevor refer or mm-hmm. Alucard refers to Trevor as like a punk kid or something along those lines. I like well, he's older that, than they, Alucard. They almost think. They almost think that he's Jesus for a second. Yeah, that was really cool. That was really funny. Well, like Trevor doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Trevor doesn't buy it for a second. He's just like, whatever. No. I'm, I'm here because like I fell down a hole. She's here because she's been looking for you and got her dumbass frozen by a cyclops just trying to get here. But regardless, um, so he's he's kind of doing his vampire Jesus thing. And as, as a viewer, you see like the two pillars of blood kind of going into it obviously feeding him after we realize he's a vampire but it kind of a little bit of foreshadowing they kind of show it really quick and they kind of go away um so trevor knows who's like a vampire hunter and a demon hunter figures it out pretty much right away um and then as soon as he starts to really figure it out and starts to bring up the fact that he knows what he is that's when you they zoom in on his teeth and you see the fangs going and you're like oh oh yeah oh god okay so after they figure out he's just a vampire Jesus and not the actual Jesus, um, he makes that comment to Trevor. He's like, oh, you're just a punk Belmont. You're probably not even worth anything. How does he know? Because Alucard's only 21 years old at this point. Alucard can just now drink. Well, he's 121. It, how is that possible, though? Because I thought his mom was the girl who got burned at the stake. But he was in stasis for years. No, no they lied. They lied about that. He they built uh, a false legend around the fact that he's down there. So the seekers, but he's only actually been down there a right year. for a year. Right. Yeah. So he's only twenty one, and Trevor's got to be what late twenties, thirties. I think early early twenties. I think it, they're they're always younger than you think. Okay. Yeah. In the game, he was okay, very so young. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna stick with like mid twenties. So like I'm gonna say twenty three. Just to and you gotta think of it this way. It's it's the dark ages. Not many people made it past like thirty or forty. You know what I mean. So fair. He's probably still a young kid, more or less. Fair. I uh, I don't know. Based on the voice and stuff too, I I would put twenties. I would put just older than Alucard, if not the same exact Googling age. Googling now. How old is Thor? <laughs> Look it up. Open Look it up. Shield. <laughs> um, but I I just found that that's I the just wrong found that character, Casey. After the fact. You know what I mean. Oh man. <laughs> I really, I really dug this. I'm really mad that there's not more. I Look, know, dude. You know what it is? It's it, we're looking at Castlevania meets the Power Rangers. God is assembling three teenagers with attitude. <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> to, fight, to fight Dracula. That's terrible. And there's still one more. If it's following the story of uh, Castlevania Three, yeah. there's still one more character we have to find. Who's that? Because it's like it's like oh, I forget his fucking name. Um, Casey, help me out here. It's like. There was, I don't know if I'm confusing it with like Castlevania 2, but it's like there's a soldier that gets cursed by Dracula. And basically he joins you because you defeat him and he goes back to his human form. And then that's Casey Jones. Is it Grant? Grant from Jurassic Park. Grant is the only missing character of the Castlevania 3 group that does not show in this. Interesting. I think, yeah, I, but I just don't remember how you... I think that's how you met him. Like, I don't know if it's, like, that one. I don't know if it's Castlevania 3 or 2, but I remember you meet a character. It has to be 3. Cause that's the I one think that it has, like, all rolls off yeah. the fact is is Grant and Castlevania impressed with Demon's abilities to move in herds. If yes, then that's him. God damn it. <laughs> they're, they're grazing does, just with people instead of grass. Does They do move in does, herds. Is he a writer that just... Sometimes gets a little too crazy for his own good. If 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 yes, then then, then Grant. Yeah, a war hero. I'm I'm running out of Grants here, guys. You gotta you gotta. Greg, stop. Just Greg, stop. Greg, just just stop. Stop. I'm the one drinking here, and I'm the one making more more coherent sense. God damn it, Greg. That's not alcohol. That's a jar of honey. Wait a minute. <laughs> or it could Hold be a jar a of really, really, really dark pee. A ruse. Uh oh. He's Howard Hughes. Howard Hughesing. Hughesing? Hughesing? Howard Hughesing? I don't know. He's Hughesing. He's Hughesing. <laughs> Quick, stop so, yeah. him. So, episode four ended like, on a really, really cool note. Yeah. Um, they, I pers- they, they put all their swords and hands in a little pile. They're like, we're going to go kill Dracula. 
in a year's time because that's when the next season is going to come out on Netflix. God, that is such bullshit too, man. Woof. Like, you know how long we waited to see Attack on Titan season two? Like, and that's a full like twenty some odd episodes, give or take. You know what I mean? Like for for the first like season, and like now we have to wait like a year to see like what. Maybe four extra episodes. Hopefully not. Maybe it's more like eight or twelve. Like, God damn it, Netflix! Why do you do this to watch us? Your, why? Watch it be like why? written by Nick Spencer now and not Warren Ellis. Just like not gonna finish it. Get another. Get another semi-popular, kind of off-the-cuff comic book writer. Why not? If it's Grant Morrison, I'm not fucking watching it. Just so you guys know no. know that right now. Not gonna. Who's Grant Morrison? Grant Morrison is a fairly famous comic book writer who's written a lot of things that most people pretend to understand because it makes them sound more literary. I understood Animal Man. <laughs> That's about it. Did you, though? Yeah, I think. Now I don't know. Oh. See? <laughs> there you go. Final Crisis I did not fucking get. Did I have... Final ha- Crisis. Have I told you guys yeah. what Final Crisis does to me? Like, mentally? No. And physically? Does it- so does it give you conniption? Oh my god! So Final Crisis, uh, for those of you who don't know at home, uh, is a seven issue, not six, but seven issue arc uh, that Grant Morrison wrote back in I'm going to say 2012, 2013. Before that, sure, definitely before that. 2010s, somewhere in there. It, it has to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with 2008. Okay, let's see. Okay, so. So m- mid aughts, yes, was it two thousand eight? I was right. Okay. It so was two thousand eight, um, and it was when they were kind of sort of revamping the DC universe, but not like I don't fucking really get it. But they were they were they did Infinite Crisis, and then they did Fifty Two, yeah. which was awesome. No, other- and then they did ca- and then they did Countdown once they hit zero. So they went they went backwards in the numbering. And yeah. then it was supposed to lead into this thing called Final Crisis, but then it didn't actually matter at all, yeah. because Grant Morrison's like, I'm not following this garbage that they were putting out for a week at a time. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, actually, I I um, liked the garbage more than his own thing though, because yeah, it was just well, like Exiles, but like in the DC universe. They killed the New Gods twice. It was so bad. Yeah, but anyways, so <laughs> um, so. I'm reading this, right? And issue one is like kind of like your standard superhero, Grant Morrison kind of thing. You're like, all right, I get this. I see what's going on. This is cool. Uh, issue number two, you're like, all right, cool. Continuing on, Grant Morrison, not getting crazy. I dig this. This is great. What's the first issue three? Issue three comes up, and, and it's kind of like when you're in an airplane and you get that first little bit of turbulence, and you're like, oh, God, what was that? No, okay, everything's fine. Okay, cool, cool. Issue number four happens, and it's just all turbulence, and you're like, "Holy shit!" But I can still kind of figure We're out. We're going, going down. On. We're going and down. Like, and yeah. like this little like like seedling of a headache starts to form, and I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, I've read this before, so like we can we can get past this." I remember what happened in the first three. We're in number four. Cool. Issue number five, and it's just like headache, just severe headache, <sighs> and I'm like, I can't. Oh my god! I need. I think I need a nap, but I have to move on. I have to power through. Take a nap after number five. Number six comes in. And if you're and if you're and if you're reading this as it comes out, there's about two to three months in yes. between each. So one. it super doesn't make sense. I I made sure the first time I read it, I read them all in one sitting. I just collected them and just read it. Um, issue number six comes along, and I just can't. Like the words just don't fucking make sense. I don't know what's going on. It might be English. It might not be. It might be fucking upside down. I don't know. Another nap. So number seven, I barely make it through alive. And Superman sings at some point in there. Yep, he sings to save he the universe. He sings to save the universe. I don't know how he got there. So you're saying like Castlevania is going to turn into a musical? Only if Superman shows up. Wait. Yes. yes. Yeah. Way to bring it back, yes. though. <laughs> but that doesn't sound like the that's, but that's know? Grant that's like, Grant Morrison for you like that's like kind of okay. his kind of writing um if he if he is wrangled by his editors correctly he's actually a damn good writer um usually they kind of let him do his own thing uh Joe the Barbarian another one that I didn't quite finish didn't care to finish um was good. a good one Head art. what what art I read was, was real, good real but good. like I just felt that kind of I I'm just scared of Grant Morrison I think he does yeah, but how much of how much of Warren Ellis have you read though? Um, a lot. I've read his Moon Knight. I've read um, 
Transmit. Trans, I've read all of Transmit. Fucking love Transmit. Um, I've read um, one of the books he wrote, Crooked Little Vein, which was really cool. Okay. Uh, Dave, you would like it. Features Godzilla Bukake. Well, just for you, buddy. Now you got my, now you got my interest. <laughs> he, uh, if you guys haven't read Black Summer, Black yep. Summer is something I really like. It's kind of like uh, Warren Ellis's take on. It's almost like Metal Gear Solid, the way that they yeah. have like their own individual powers, and they used to be a covert ops team until one of them goes rogue. Mm. Um, that was awesome. Yeah, I, I always wanted there to be more of a follow up to that. You know what needs really really needs a follow up though of Warren Ellis. What you could guess it, I know you can. How about a little next wave, Agents of Hate? Oh my God! Yeah, that yes. needs the biggest follow. That needs the biggest follow up because that was just. What are we gonna do next wave on the show? Probably not soon because we're we're we gotta <laughs> do it. almost maybe uh, this year, maybe not. We, it, it was just great. I mean, we probably we probably won't do it until like an actual movie comes out. For it, it. That's never gonna, it's never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Never, never. I like anyone listening at home. If you have not read this yet, you need to find uh, next wave agents of H A T E by Warren Ellis. Agents of Hate. It is pretty much Warren Ellis gets pissed off at Mark Mark Millar from uh, for his writing and just goes on a writing tangent. It is hilarious. Yeah. He uses a bunch of no name D list type superheroes, yep. uh, one of which was a former Captain Marvel, who incidentally was my favorite Captain Marvel for oh, a nice. while. Yeah, but uh, she's the only one that really survived making it back into the regular Marvel fold. Everybody else kind of fell oh, the wayside. Uh, what's his name? Made it through. Aaron Stack. Machine yeah. Man? Yeah, what's he in? Uh, I remember afterwards <laughs> he did Marvel Zombies. They threw him into the zombie verse and he survived. And he was in he was yeah, in heaven. He got to kill all the humans. Yeah. That's great. Listen, he You know this conversation is getting too nerdy when I'm saying it's getting too nerdy. <laughs> you just haven't read it yet, Dave. That's why. You're just mad. Even still, I'm like I'm just sitting here, I'm like, what the f- Fuck! It's like I yeah. Don't... Well, but look. So, so Greg and I are, are well versed in our Warren Ellisisms, yes. and it's it's cool to see that he's taking on a franchise like Castlevania, which you don't really see too much crossover with guys who are mostly known for working on comic books professionally, doing a foray into things like video games or even television, right. um, especially with a franchise that has been around since even before he was writing comics. Really, yeah. Well, wait, when was he writing comics? Uh, well, Transmet started in the late '90s. All right, yeah. So. I don't, I don't know if he really <laughs> did anything famous before that. I mean, I know he, he was definitely writing a little bit of Excalibur in the in the mid '90s, but I yeah, mean, Castlevania's but, been around since at least the '80s. '88. Mm. Um, First Castlevania came out on NES in '88. Wow, Damn. nice. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I remember. Yeah, I, mean, I was there. I shouldn't remember, but I was there. <laughs> On the whole, I, I really like his his take on things. It's kind of a, it's a, as much as the show is short, it's exciting. It's great. It I don't really think that there's anything wasted. You know, there's a lot of world building that I guess needs to be established for people who have no idea going in, other than the fact that Dracula's got a living castle that can apparently move around, and he's been fighting us the same family of vampire hunters for years. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot, I think, to just throw at somebody and then expect to squeeze in the. What is it? Eighty minutes of show of screen time. Yeah, it'd be nice to see where they go with this. Also, because again, remember, like Trevor is like the events that happened in the first Castlevania game are in the sixteen hundreds. Right. Trevor, what we're seeing now in the Netflix series happens in Castlevania three. So it's kind of that's cool. that game is also a prequel, I believe. Castlevania three. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it is definitely because it takes place like, in the fourteen hundreds. Right. Um, so, like, Simon Belmont, who is in, like, what's it called? Castlevania. The first Castlevania. Basically, yeah. again, he's, like, the great-grandson or great-great-grandson of, like, uh, Trevor. So, it's going to be cool to see exactly where this story goes. If it follows, like, the Belmonts. If it follows Dracula. If we don't see Trevor anymore and all that shit. So, it's, like, it's going to be pretty interesting to see, like, where this this story, where this series goes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You guys realize that next season is probably just going to be filler, right? Oh, come on. I, I, I can Don't almost call it. Like, I just feel it in the winds. They just pad it out? It's, yeah, like, 
that's what I would do if I was fucking Joe Hollywood. Like, oh, we got these suckers in now. All right. It's filler. And then, like, it, just more filler than Naruto. Just throw it in there. Just, like, uh, you think it's done. And then you realize that you've been watching so much filler that you forget what the main story is actually about. And then you hate your life. And then but you were burned at the stake. But it's Netflix does anime. How can they... How can they do filler? It's not based on anything. Netflix I mean, is starting to lose its luster with me. I tried watching um, a Netflix show with Emily the other night, and it did not go over well. And that what oh, show? Uh, it's called Friends from College. It was really fucking stupid. It was. It, it shouldn't have been by all means. It, I don't know. I think it. De- I think it depends on the show because I saw the. Uh, I was watching the Santa Clarita Diet. And that was pretty oh, I, I like that. Yeah, that was a good one. But it, I, I think so what I think, my point is, is that Netflix isn't the untouchable golden boy anymore or girl, depending on on what gender you associate with your Netflix account. Um, I think Iron Fist. But I mean, it also depends that. on like what you're in. I think it also depends on what you're into on Netflix. You know what I mean? Because like I can guarantee like people who like shows like that that you're trying to watch with Emily probably wouldn't like Jessica Jones. I think it has too much filler. You haven't. I haven't even told you what I didn't like about the show yet. All right. You just jumped to the conclusion uh, of I'm wrong, which is interesting, Dave. I'm not I'll saying keep that in I'm mind. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're number seven. Yes. I'm. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, I still have a lot. No, less, by, so by all you. intents and purposes, I should have liked it. It had Robin Shabatsky. It had um, Key from Key and Peele. It had Fred Savage, and it had um, oh fuck, what's his name? He's going to be playing Timon in the in the. Um, Lion King remake. He was in Parks and Rec. Oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Um, he played Billy in Parks and Rec. It's towards the end. But anyways, there's a, gr- a whole bunch of great comedic actors in it. Uh, and it was just boring. Like, not even, like, good dry humor. Just, like, these people are fucked up and you're going to watch it. Like, Party of Five shit. I'm, oh. Not that I've ever seen Party of Five. But what I would assume Party of Five shit would be is that. <laughs> Just like not good. We made it an episode and twenty and ten minutes in, and I she just looks at me and she's like, "Are you watching this?" And I'm just like, "I I couldn't be doing the more opposite of watching this right now." In all honesty, so we turned it right off, and that's two different perspectives Ooh. of what two different people kind of watch Netflix for. Um, obviously, I watch yeah. it for you know a bit of the anime, the the Netflix Marvel stuff. Like I love, actually, I really like the Santa Clarita Diet. It was it was just kind of fucked up anything that nathan fillion shows up and i'm pretty much down for i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say uh nathan fillion nathan exactly. fillion nathan fillion but like this like it's, it's just Philia. with this and there's so many shows that sh- that show up like if you go to your netflix account and you see um all the netflix exclusives y- you can count on maybe two hands the ones that you've heard of and that have gotten good praise that's true the rest are just like, and there's a lot, and it, it, it's yeah. an interesting like. It's it's all the ones that you don't hear anything yeah. about, like this show, and all my friends who are like, oh yeah, it, it looked cool. I didn't watch yeah. it. I'm like, oh, or like, right. well, if you can spare a gym trip. <laughs> I've I've heard a lot about the show Peaky Blinders, but I refuse to watch it because it's called Peaky. Blinders. I couldn't get into it. I really want to watch it. I couldn't get into it. I tried it. It just wasn't wasn't happening for me. Like all my coworkers say, oh, you'll like it. And it's like, I don't know. That name really kind of turns me off. Peaky Blinders. Like it just sounds, I don't know. It's a stupid reason why not to watch something. Hey, it's got Scarecrow. It's for me. Who doesn't love Scarecrow? It yeah. does. Yeah, it's got good old Celine Murphy. And speaking of Celine Murphy, it's about that time where we talk about our secret question. I don't know what's the name of has to do with your question. Spoilers, nothing at all, but it was a great segue. Um, tonight we talked about Castlevania Netflix. We talked about a bunch of rants. We did a whole bunch of stuff. I'm surprised we made it this far with talking about 80 minutes of content, which is... I mean, we're, we're talking impressed. for almost as long as the show is. I know. Oh, God. We could have we could have narrated the entire show for an hour and come pretty close. Oh, to man. I, we are robbing the folks of my a la carte dubbing. I could have been doing That's that. True. That's true. That, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, say, guys. Say the line, Greg. Say the line. Say the bar fight line. Say, say, line. say, say the bar fight line, Greg. Say what? 
Say the bar fight line. The bar fight line? I don't even remember what the bar fight line is anymore. Yeah. God damn it. I can't. I'll just talk like this for the rest of the podcast, though, if you like. Hit hit us with a question. Hit you with a question, question. your dude. Hey, someone's been listening to the McElroy's. Anyways. Let's see your question. I'm stalling like I don't have it, but I totally have it. If there is a video game that you could have Netflix do a four-episode, 20-something-minute adaptation of, what game would it be? And we're going to do Dave because Dave just totally moved the most. He went out of camera, back in, most movement. Casey played it cool. Casey just kind of... Hands down. First thing that popped in my mind, just because it's from my childhood and I spent so many hours playing this game. It's so much fun. My Little Pony. Streets of Rage. Um, Fantastic game. Part two is probably the best one of the three-part series. Um, Martial arts. Fighting in the streets, 80s nostalgia. They don't need the 80s nostalgia. They just need to fight in the streets. And it's just, it could be everything that the Iron Fist fucking Netflix series should have been. Okay, cool. Round. See, if I if I were you, I would have went with Double Dragon because then you got a dude and his best friend trying to save the dude's girlfriend. Ooh. A dude and his brother trying to save the guys. Wait, hold on. Are they right. brothers or friends? I thought they were brothers. They were both named Lee. Billy and Jimmy. Yeah, they're brothers. Oh, they're right. brothers. Billy and Lee and Jimmy. They're Lee. absolutely brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. Okay. All right. Well, still, they get to fight for the girl in the end, which I think is amazing. But either way, but they could be from uh, different see, mothers. The reason why know. the the reason why I wouldn't go with Double Dragon though is because Final Fight has a bunch of fucking weirdos in it. We had a Double Dragon movie, and it was oh, horrible. Dude. That's right. And it was try to try to pull back from that. And get Mark Dacakis, who isn't a bad martial artist in general, but. Yeah, I would rather see Streets of Rage and Double Dragon. As much as as much as I played Double Dragon to death, Streets of Rage was just cooler, had better music, had better graphics in my opinion. Um and just yeah, you were just four people on like who are cops trying to like take down like a drug syndicate basically, you know. I think okay. I'm going to rename this episode podcast number 107 Dave's right and everyone else is wrong. I think that's going to be the theme. I think I like that. I Don't like be that, that guy. Man. Don't be that guy, Greg. I'm just saying I wouldn't go with Double Dragon. Don't get me wrong. I would like to see it as a series. It'd be cool. Yeah. But calling back to my childhood, it would be um, Cease of Rage. Okay. Cool. Right on. Right on. So, um, Casey. Fallout. I, I think it's seen that coming. I, yeah, you should have. My original choice is going to be Legend of Zelda, and then I realized... There's no way they would ever do it right yeah. in a way that anybody would ever be happy. He can't with. talk, so yeah, because well, yeah, he can't talk, and then if you make him talk, it's it's gonna be weird, <laughs> and the costume you're never gonna be able to make work. It's like a whole, it's like one thing after another it just starts to fall yeah. apart. Um, I go with Fallout because I just feel like it's time. Yeah. I mean, the we're living in a world where there are so many like dystopian things like. From Mad Max to even something like A Handmaid's Tale, like there's always some kind of bad future that people really seem interested in watching. And now you have this one where, you know, the the government and everything fell apart, you know, due to resource wars and a big war with China, where you know communism extended into like the 2070s. Mm-hmm. And then you pick up <laughs> 200 years later when society still hasn't really managed to get itself together, and you just this guy comes out of the vault because there's a broken water chip. Go with it. Like, and then you just follow his adventures. It would be something, it would be like Samurai Jack. This, the lone wanderer would leave the vault or, you know, the vault dweller, or, you know, whatever you want to call him, you know, whichever protagonist or vault you number he comes out of, whether it's 13 or 21 or 101 or 111, Ooh. who cares? But, uh, it would just follow his adventures. Like, like, Week to week or episode to episode, it would just be something different. He'd have traveled through a different part of the, you know, the wasteland that is the United States, whether it's, you know, the capital wasteland or the Commonwealth or the new California Republic. He'd be like a man walking the earth, saving people, fighting raiders, having questionable decisions yeah. of morality. And you make it very adult. You know, you make it rated R. You have heads blown up, all kinds of shit. If you wanted to be hugely successful, the Commonwealth. Because every fucking person in Boston with a Netflix account will watch that. <laughs> That's just how it works. And Hollywood, I think, has kind of figured it out, but not really. You think about all these movies like Mystic River, Goodwill Hunting, 
uh, that take place. They sent party, my right? daughter in there. That take place in Boston. They get like, I think they make more money than they should. Ted, Ted too. Uh, because they take just place. Because they're just like, place. hey, Tommy, there's there's our street. We lived there. Hey, I've been there. I know where that is. Say hi to your mother for me. All right? Like, that's just like what happens. <laughs> it's fucking absurd. Um, I, I think... I think I'm there's guessing no you've done the same vault this, on hey, Have you done the same thing, Greg? <laughs> this, that's, not, that's not what fucking Harvard Square looks like. These fucking jackass. I could do your job better than you. God damn it. Um, but from a story from a story perspective, I would love an unknown vault, and that vault dweller travels through the other games. Oh yeah, make it make it canonical. Yeah. Make it out of a whole different vault. Just takes place in the same universe. Yeah. That's what I, that's, that's, I, I right. think that would be great. Um, from the chat, I don't know if you're seeing anything in the Facebook chat, Dave, but from our Twitch chat, we have Mega Man with all the the pew pews and the Robo Puppers coming from Boulevard Gaming. Cla- Classic or X? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to say classic because I don't think Rush was in X. Oh, yes. We also have Soul Ghetto Guy singing Final Fight, another one of my favorites from Capcom. Um, Please, just like Streets of Rage. And also, you know what? I would would watch it just because each season could be one of the games. Um, Season one could be in the mansion. Season two could be Raccoon City and so on and so forth. Um. Battletoads also Boulevard Gaming, and I'm just I'm just gonna oh, say on, I'm man. just gonna say Battletoads, and he says, and they just die in the sewers for an entire episode, which would be funny. But I think it'd be even better if Battletoads was the most difficult Netflix show to watch all the way through. <laughs> they somehow make that a thing. Oh. That'd be great. Um, for me, this is a tough one. I would really, I think, ultimately, because you think about all like the the classic games that I played that I really liked. They did an anime for uh, Little Nemo Dream Master, which is actually one of my favorite games from the NES days. But I would love, and it used to be your uh, on, on Twitch. bedtime stories. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, I still yeah. use him in the. Um, I don't use him in the in the overlay anymore, but in the end animation is him sleeping with little bubbles coming out of his nose. And his little tummy going, you know, inhaling and exhaling. It's so cute. You you guys should tune in on on Saturdays at 10 p.m. Um, But I'm going to go with Borderlands. I think Borderlands would make a fucking awesome. See, post-apocalyptic, Post-apocalyptic, but also not like it's not on Earth. It's on a completely different planet. The characters in that are just amazing. Claptrap Claptrap will carry the show. Like, I would love. So the way Borderlands stories works is you always have... um, Marcus, I believe his name is, the the merchant in it, kind of um, telling the story of what's going on through some hand-drawn cutscenes. I would love if they flipped it and had it be Claptrap starting to to voice over this and narrate it and see how that goes. And you could, you could have Claptrap with the same yeah. voice, which would be very yeah. cool. I mean, I, I think a lot of this is, is based off of my love for Tales from the Borderlands that Telltale put out, which is fucking phenomenal game. It is my favorite Telltale game. If you have played borderlands at all and have not played this game shame on you it is fantastic um that's what i'm gonna go with that like i was trying to think of more like more contemporary games but it's like kind of hard to mention any without saying you've seen the story already you've already heard it acted you know like it'd be cool it'd be cool to see halo as an animated series Mm -hmm. but like where he's like on halo not like um like forward onto dawn anything else like Master Chief on Halo. Well, they, they kind of same did time. One for it's Halo. like we've seen the story. They, they've they yeah, did. They yeah, did, um, Halo Legends. Also, Red, Red versus, versus Blue. Blue. All of that. <laughs> that counts too. For for contemporary <sighs> games, I think it's a little more difficult because we've already seen the story and because games in this day and age yeah. are more cinematic. That's kind of just like what we expect. But I think if you take characters yeah. that maybe you haven't met yet. And they just exist in this world, which I think is also why I like Tales from the Borderlands a lot, because that's what they did. They created new characters and their tales intersect with characters you already know. Um, and they actually, you know, have some quite fine final moments um, that really stick with you, even when you get out of that and you're back in the Borderlands world. So, you know, I'm, I'm sticking Borderlands, stick with my guns, Gearbox software. got to got to send that love over because they just do a phenomenal job. Um, anyways, I don't even have to ask if you, everyone answered because there's only fucking two of you, and I'm pretty sure I can count that high. Wait, you both you both answered right? Yeah, you did. 
If you want, we can give we can give second answers. Yeah, we can give we can give them a go. All right, second answers, second helpings. Secret question. Oof! Double, Double dipping, dip but you turn you have to turn the chip upside down and then dip it that way. Yeah, you can't just take a bite and put that same bit chip end into the dip. That's just not cool. Right. So second helpings. You guys wanted to do it. You guys go ahead. Second self second helpings. I'm gonna go with Metro. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice. that is good. That's right off. Female driven, female driven yep. show, science fiction sure. in space. She's a bounty hunter. Same thing. You could do it episode by episode where she's taking on stuff as she falls into this deeper global conspiracy where these mysterious alien creatures known for sucking the life out of everyone they come across are now being trafficked across the known universe. And she tries to track it down to the source and comes into contact with a whole bunch of bad dudes, including a purple space dragon. The same one that killed her family. Wait, Fing Fang Foom? No, man. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Fen Fang Foom's green. He's just got purple pants. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Fing Fang Foom's sister? Fing Fang Foom. Fen Fang Foom will put you in his pants. <laughs> Disgusting. Dave, go. That's another Netflix reference. Uh, blah, next wave I know. reference. I know. Duke Nukem. Ooh. Nice. Netflix can get away with all the gore. Yeah. Netflix can get away with all like the sexual content. Yeah. And it's... Duke Nukem. I mean, to be fair though, anyone can get away with that now. He's got balls of steel. But I think it'll be better on Netflix. You're honestly, right, you're right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it'd be better. I, I don't know why. Something about it that would be probably better on Netflix. Um, but you are right. Like HBO could easily do it. Stars could easily do it. Like anyone else could easily do it. But something about Netflix, I feel like they'll try harder. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But Duke Is, Nukem. But, but has the age of Duke passed? I mean, he's. Your your classic like commando, nineteen eighties style action hero. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are making Expendables movies, so there might still be a place for them. But oh my there god, there might be. But what? Can you imagine Duke Nukem shows up in the next Expendables movie? <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd lose my mind. That would get me to go see it. Yeah, me too. Who'd, be, who'd, who'd play Duke? Who'd play him though? Like, no, you just CG CG Duke. <laughs> like bad. I mean, CG. technically. They- Technically, because he looks like him, they can get Brock Lesnar. He kind of looks like Duke Nukem. You know what I mean? Oh, but, man. like, not really. Actually, I would say The Rock. They'd have to CGI the sword tattoo off of his chest. I know, right? <laughs> Balls of steel. I'll shit Boom. down your neck. Oh, yeah. All right, Greg, hit us with a double dose. Okay. Um, DuckTales. Fuck no, that already happened. Re- uh, Rescue ah! Rangers. Fuck no, that already happened. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Come on. I'm just kidding. Um, Kingdom Hearts. You're down to Disney Hall, my boy. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Really? Can you imagine if they like went into like more detail on a lot of those side characters? Like, I know I I've only played one and two, a little bit of Dream Drop Distance, but I like that's such a cool world. Just like the ability to jump into whatever worlds kind of Disney ish you want. Your your outfit changes, stuff like that. You could have some really cool, just like like one shot stories from that, like Axel's upbringing. Or, you know, maybe, oh, a really cool oh, episode. So this son would, of a This bitch. would be like a la, like, Halo Legends. Just like a nobody. Just being a nobody. Like, what, what, what do they do when they're not being attacked by Sora and Riku? Just like a day in the life of a nobody. I would love to they see They polish that. their Keyblades. <laughs> oh. Waiting for the next adventure a decade later. Yeah. God, you're, you're, oh, God, you're, oh, God, you're made me think of all these other games like, yeah. um. You're welcome. Twisted Metal. What? Uh, I don't know if I'd like to see that. Why not? I don't Twisted know if I agree oh, with that. I mean, it would be kind of cool. are, That was a great All game, right. don't get me wrong, but I don't know if I, I would care for more story on that. Like, that's just for me. It's just <sighs> You're like, right. Like, they had really cool little cutscenes, and they were cool little, like, um, little fucked up uh, Twilight oh, Zone things. wait. Yeah. No, no. Um, you can tell when Dave gets excited because his whole camera shakes. I know, right? I haven't um, even played it, and I want to just say Overwatch. Mm, it'd be cool, but I if we're going classic, that. I just feel going, like it. People deserve it. <laughs> I know we yeah. need a story. If we're going classic, classic games, um. Oh no! Wait. Okay. So what? What they do? You ready for this? You ready for this? All right. Oh, okay. Portal, seasons one, <laughs> and one and two. Half Life, seasons one and two. There's never a third. No! Never a third season. Oh, I knew 
was coming. Largest too. cliffhanger. Never. And then they'll ha- they'll have like little one offs. They'll have like a spin off and have two seasons of that, but not a third. That's oh all I get. God. What I wouldn't mind seeing, but it'd be much too, not too dissimilar from Castlevania, the Legacy of Khan um, series. I forgot about that. So Soul Reaver, actual like Khan himself, like that would be cool as an anime. Yeah. Get to see Raziel get his like freaking like 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 wings get ripped off and thrown into the abyss. Like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. No, I got it. I got it. Ready? Diablo. Oh, that'd be really fucking cool as an anime. Oh, oh, and, Deckard King, and how how could I forget? Welcome to this Netflix show. <laughs> how could I forget Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead Two? Left 4 Dead Season One, Left 4 Dead Season Two. No. Yeah. Season three. <laughs> that'd be yeah. cool. That's it. That's Too it. many zombies already on. Oh TV. wait, uh, you can do like Star, like Starcraft, like the point of view from like a space marine, point of view of like the Protoss, point of view of the Zerg. Although yeah. that wouldn't be too much of a big story, but like point of view of the different like soldiers like in the fucking like um, Starcraft. Starcraft, the Sarah Kerrigan Chronicles. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, we're gonna wrap it up because we could keep on doing this until Left 4 Dead Three actually comes oh, out. But BLVD Gaming just said Forever. Super Contra. Super Contra, yes, he did. Uh, too bad he said it too late, and that's all the time that we have for tonight. This has been episode number. 107 we talked about castlevania from netflix for a little bit um what we liked what we didn't like all that stuff remember to tune in each and every thursday night here at twitch.tv slash bad coyote funky um we do it at 10 p.m eastern standard time is, is the live start uh this will go up on wherever you find podcasts pretty much this weekend is, is the the way we kind of go about that. Uh, also, fun news for everyone. If you're watching on Twitch, remember to hit the, uh, if you want to hit the old subscribe button up there that's new. We just polished it. It's great. You can hit that. You know, help support the the show a little bit more. Um, tell your friends for sure. That's like the best kind of help that you can give us. Um, you know, send us some feedback to our new email address. We had an email address finally for the podcast. You don't have to just tweet at us and hope that we see it. You can email us at the bcf podcast at gmail.com that's the bcf like back dirty funky podcast at gmail.com um thank you everyone for hanging out we're also still on instagram facebook twitter so many social medias if you just literally type in back dirty funky into anything you'll probably get to us except for that one weird site that no one goes to anymore then you get someone else just don't be don't go to the weird site stay in the good sites until next time we will see you next time or we will see you another time